to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bearcast. I am your host, Phil Gonzalez, and this week, we've got a special one for you. Uh, the Berenstain Bears have a history of games and gaming, going as far back as that board game you listened to me and my family play uh, many, many episodes ago that just ended up being me describing how a board game works to my listeners. Not the best episode in the world. Uh, but if you like games, which I assume you do to one degree or another, I assume you don't actively dislike games. If you like families, huh? which is, you know, like a, a, a bigger thing, you probably at least appreciate fam- like the concept of families, right? Like you, you, if you enjoy the Berenstain Bears to, to, to some degree, you probably appreciate families. And if you like the Berenstain Bears, which... Again, uh, you probably do. This is like episode three hundred and fifty something of a of a podcast. If you if you've stuck with it this long, I assume there's something in your heart that appreciates the bears at least. Uh, and if you like families getting together to to create things, uh, to develop things, and to put things out into the world to be appreciated by others, well. I've got a doozy of an episode for you today because I have the CEO of Solid. Roots. Solid Roots is a game company out of Oklahoma uh, that was started by a family. And well, I'll just let her tell you all about it. Uh, please welcome to the show the CEO of Solid Roots, Jen Armstrong. Hello, Jen. Hey, Phil. How are you? Great. How are you doing? I am well. I'm excited to be here. Uh, so, Tell me a little bit about, before we get into the meat of the subject for today's episode, just tell me a little bit about yourself, about your company, and about how all of this came to be. So uh, my husband and I, our our background is mainly in uh, live event production and graphic design and building websites and brands and things like that. And uh, several years ago now, it's been four or five years, our, we have two kids. At the time, they were, they were much younger and they asked me to homeschool them. And that was not something that I had ever thought about doing, um, but it was something that my kids needed at the time. And so I quit my job and we started homeschooling the kids. And I thought like, what can I teach them? Like, what do I know about or what kind of skills do I want them to have? Um, Because there are not a lot of requirements, homeschool requirements in the state that I live in. And so I was basically able to choose, you know, their curriculum and whatever I wanted to teach them. So we had had an idea for a game, a product for several years, but we didn't know how to turn that into a reality. So I thought this would be a really fun project to take on. Like, let's see if we can take our idea for a board game and make it, you know, something we get it hold in our hands. And um, so we did, we figured out how to prototype something and get it manufactured. And we posted some pictures of it and we got some phone calls from retailers asking if we could sell the item to them. And so we, of course, said yes and figured out um, with the kids how to order a larger quantity and wear it and ship it and label it and all the things that go into shipping a product to retail. Once we had sort of figured out that process, 
our family was just like, well, we love playing games and we have a lot of ideas for games. Like we know how to create them and it took off. And the next thing you know, we were in several countries and all over the United States. And now our family makes games full time. That's amazing. And this really ties into the themes of this show, because as we know, the Berenstains uh, were a or are a family who created something based on, you know, their experiences as a family. And it was a labor of love that just sort of grew. And then the rest of the family got involved. And it's just continued to be this this family run uh, uh, worldwide uh, sensation. So there are there are many parallels between the two stories. Yeah, we we love that. We've had the opportunity to um, meet Mike Bernstein and connect on that very thing that that idea of creating something with your family, other families. Um, so that is definitely a connection that we share. So your company's been in existence since when? Uh, 2017. Okay. And at what point did you start developing a relationship with the Berenstains? It was late in 2020 when their publisher reached out and just sort of had heard through the grapevine that we were a family company creating family-friendly games. And they asked us if we would be interested in making a line of product. Um, for the Berenstains because they really felt like the vision of Solid Roots was aligned with the, the vision um, that the Berenstains have, have created. And so um, we met several times and, and talked through um, what that would look like. And ultimately we decided to partner together and to create a line of, of Berenstain Bear Games. And what was this creative relationship like? How much say did, say, Mike have in the products that you were developing, the games you were developing? So I came up with uh, the ideas for the products. I, I had, you know, seven or eight different ideas for products, and we pitched all of those to him. And he really, really liked all of them. And so we, we narrowed it down to three to begin with. So we... Chris, Chris is my husband. Chris and I created the three products. We wrote the content. We did the design work. Um, and Stan is great about, uh, you know, offering up a lot of, of artwork for design and stuff. So we were able to pull a lot um, of their content for design. Um, and so then when the products were, you know, in prototype phase, we sent us off and, and they had some feedback, you know, like just trying to match the, um, the brand, you know, keep the, keep it on brand. So they had some little art, artwork feedback for us. And so we made those few tweaks. And then ultimately, though, they were satisfied and excited about what we had come up with. Is the artwork and the assets, are these from the archives or is there any original artwork? So like, you know, we would say, um, for example, one of our games is called um, Extremely Messy Room. 
And there's actually a book called Messy Room. And so we would be we would be able to say, hey, can we get the images from this particular book to use on the packaging? Um, so there is sort of like a brand Bible we have, you know, with all of the fonts and the, the official colors and um, the official logos and all of that. Um, but then beyond that, if we needed specific artwork from a particular book, just send those files over to us. And who did you typically uh, work with? We work with Mike's publishers mainly. They're sort of ambassadors for Bernstein. So we work directly with them, just were full of resources for Chris and I, and they were very helpful to us. Um, and then we, like I said, we were able to talk to Mike a couple of times as well and get it direct from the source. So that was just sort of iconic. Like you formed my childhood. Like how do you, <laughs> why, why am I on the phone with you right now? I've talked with Mike uh, several times on the show and it is amazing. He's an incredibly gracious person yes, and he, is. he loves what his family has done so much that you you know that he only wants the best out there mm -hmm. representing it. Yeah, he definitely has uh, appropriately high standards when it comes to Berenstain Bears, um, just because, you know, he's protecting a legacy that his parents created and continuing to create new books and new content. And uh, it, it was just a to get to work with him in any way. So there are three games, uh, yes. and these are games aimed at young children, appropriately. Yes. Uh, could you just give us a rundown of basically what these games are? Yeah, so um, the like I, I mentioned earlier, the extremely messy room, mm -hmm. the Berenstein Bears, the whole concept of these books is that they're teaching kids these really basic life skills. like. Yeah what to expect when you go to the dentist or to a sleepover or, uh, you know, a, a bad grade in school. It's just, you know, these are, are you know, life skills that the, the books aim to teach. And so we want to stay true to that and think of how can we gamify simple life skills for kids um, and, and make it fun for them. And so the number one thing that any parent in the world struggles with is getting your kid to clean their room. And my kids were the same way when they were growing up, their room would be so messy. That was just overwhelming. So I started doing playing a game with them where I would say, okay, I only, I only want you to pick up things that are red. Don't mm -hmm. even touch it. If it's not red, just pick up the things. And so they would go and pick up all the red things. And I would say, pick up anything that has wheels on it. If it has wheels, pick it up and put it away. And so their room would get cleaned. We decided like that could be a really good concept to apply with the Berenstein Bears, especially with the messy, messy room. Um, so we created the Extremely Messy Room, which is a deck of cards with really fun prompts on them. Um, there are some basic prompts like a color, you know, pick up everything that's green or something like that. But then there are some really silly prompts that say, um, you know, pick up three things, one hand while hopping on one foot or yeah. say, you know, pick up two things and sing a song about the things while you're picking them up, you know? Um, and so the kid just draws cards and the cards prompt them to clean up their entire room. And 
kids love it. Like it's unbelievable. They want to play, they want to make it messy again so they can play again. So that's, that's one of my, my favorite games. So that's the extreme in the messy room. And, and it's a much uh, better response to a messy room than mama has in the book, which is uh, <laughs> threatening to throw everything away. Exactly. So, you know, this is, this is a, a simple deck of cards. It's really fun. The artwork is really beautiful on them and uh, kids love it. They do love it. It comes with a little uh, one minute timer as well, or it might be mm. a two minute timer actually I think about. Um, and so some of the prompts are, you know, uh, you know, free for all for the next two minutes, like pick up as much as you can in two minutes or straighten your bed for two minutes. It's like the reverse psychology thing. It's like, do not pick anything up after the timer is off, you know? So it's just, it's fun. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and then along those same lines, we thought, you know, another struggle that parents have is um, taking your kids out to dinner, out to lunch, and you're at a restaurant and it's like getting out of their seat and they spill their water and they're running around, they're screaming and they're, you know, are too scared to order their own food and all these kinds of things. And so we gamified going out to eat with your family. So it's another deck of cards. And when your kid sits down at the dinner table, their hand, they're dealt the, their cards for their hand. Um, so every card has a challenge and every card has a point value. So if you complete that challenge, you get that many points. Um, and so your parents decide ahead of time how many points you need to get. Let's say one of your cards is spill your drink during dinner. You get two points and you get nine points for ordering your own food or for saying thank you to the waiter or for passing the salt or asking a thoughtful question or staying in your seat. These are all things that can earn you points during dinner. And if you hit your point total, you get a sticker. So again, it's just that, you know, giving the kids something to do, something to think about while they're eating, but also helping them to learn their manners. And of course, we all know that there's the Bernstein Bear book about manners. And so, um, yeah, so we, it's called uh, Nurse Mania, the restaurant challenge. And it's just a little deck of cards. It fits easily in mom's or dad's bag or pocket. And uh, you take it with you whenever you go out to eat and your kids, they're learning something. That's great because uh, getting kids to behave at dinner in a restaurant is something that they need to learn. And it's one thing to, right. to either threaten them or cajole them. Like there's just so many different ways to go about it. But to turn it into a game... And I know people might be listening to this and thinking, God, that just sounds like it takes a lot of energy. But trust me, it takes more energy to continually corral your child at oh, yeah. the meal. And it's not that big of a deal. I mean, you just, you deal your kids their cards. They, you know, discard the cards as they complete the challenge. And so um, it's actually less work than trying to corral them the entire time. <laughs> That's amazing. It's amazing. And it's, and it's, I don't know. There's just something so so affirming about turning something into a game. Yeah, I think so too. I think everybody learns differently, but I think um, enjoy gamifying different skill sets. You know, mm -hmm. I think I'm for it. I'm for gamifying things for adults. They should. Uh, they should gamify uh, business meetings. Yes. Like, uh, like or taxes, uh, deal out hands to like, don't interrupt the person you always interrupt. 
Exactly. Exactly. That's great. That'll be our next game. Yeah. <laughs> Berenstein Bear business meeting. Because because there's so many business meetings in the Berenstein Bears books. Yeah. Um, so your final game, you have hide and seek honeypots. What's what's this one? You know, we, we first of all, we want to create a product um, that would be appropriate around like Easter time. And so what's the best part about Easter for a kid is like finding Easter eggs. But and as a parent, you know how many times, you know, over and over you have to go and hide those eggs and the kids go and find the eggs or whatever. And so we thought this is something that we can use this play pattern of hide and seek and make it to where they can play it all year round, you know, because those eggs only last for so long. Right. So the idea with hide and seek honeypots is you are hiding different sized honeypots all over the house or all over a certain room. And the kids go, they hunt for the honeypots. And there's a little, a cute little sign in the thing that says warm. Um, but the honeypots, the bigger ones are worth fewer points because they're easier to find. And then the little pots are worth more points because they're a little bit harder to see. And so the kids find as many honeypots as they can. And then whoever has the most points is the winner. So you could actually find more honeypots, but still lose if the other person found higher point value honeypots. Um, so it's just a, a, a fun mechanic that little kids enjoy. They can understand the concept um, and it's easy to play as well. And there's a strategy involved with the with yeah. the point system that's not too hard to grasp. Yeah, you want to go find the little ones. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and and I love it because it features the Berenstain honey pitcher, the jug. Yes. That they drink their. We've talked about this on several episodes. The 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 concept of pouring honey into your mouth is something that the bear <laughs> the bears love to do. <laughs> never thought about that but it 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 always looks so good like yes. you think oh that probably tastes so good <laughs> in reality probably not probably not you probably wouldn't want that much honey at once yeah. uh, as a human being yeah probably not so are these have these proved to be popular with uh with customers yes um you know we we did a lot of product testing these and kids absolutely love them they've just gone on sale in in retailers in the last couple of weeks and they're doing really really well at retail so you can find me um, at barnes and noble books a million amazon um and uh hopefully a, a lot more uh this fall yeah it's amazing because the bears have had a big push recently uh, publicly with new clothing and stuffies and for some I just see the games as being something that's even more engaging than just your average toy or you know or product it's something that gets the whole family involved that that I think just really really embraces the essence of what the bear family is all about just a way to bring some of these books to life for them in a really fun way are there any plans for any future collaborations? Yes, we we have several uh, games uh, in mind. Um, to, so we'll be continuing to develop the line in the future um, and some really fun stuff on the way. That is fantastic. When these showed up 
in our collector in the collectors group there's a big berenstain bears fans and collectors group online and when these first popped up it sent ripples through through the group because it's something new and the berenstain bears have a history with games and it's nice to see you guys continuing the tradition of the berenstain bears and family gaming it's been, I, I don't really, I, it's not full circle, but full circle, best way to explain it. Because, you know, my husband and I grew up reading these books and to now be creating product around the books that we love and work with Mike um, and his publisher, it's just surreal, I guess. Um, and it's just an honor to be a part of, of some important, um, you know, an important brand like bearing. It's really incredible. Well, as you said, you can, you can start finding these games in stores like Barnes and Noble, but you can also buy them directly from the company at solidroots.com. So it's, it's, it's a great website. There's a lot of other games out there besides the Berenstain Bears. Yep. So uh, I've taken a look at them and they are, there's just some, uh, some incredibly fun games you guys have. Thank you. Uh, so Jen, thank you so much for joining me today. Of course. Thank you for having me. This is really fun. I love knowing that there's a whole community of Berenstain Bear fans out there. I love that. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, and for everyone else out there, please go to solidroots.com, check out their games. Uh, you can go to berenstainbearcast.org to check out past episodes of the show. You can find me on Twitter at bstainbearcast. Uh, you can find my personal Twitter at pcorygonzalez. Uh, otherwise, once again, Jen, thank you for joining me. And uh, for everyone else out there, I will see you all next time deep in bear country.